we're going to have good church. She did that today. She said, you know we're going to have good church, and I wanted her to be in here. There she is. I thought she might have ended up in children's church because we had one out, but she told me that today, and uh, so uh, I believe it, and uh, nothing comes free. Amen. Somebody's got to fight for it, and somebody's got to fight to receive it, and that's you. Amen. Amen. Now, just promise me this. Make me this promise. When I give you the subject and title of our thought, don't let your minds wander. Because immediately when I give you that thought, I know me. If I was in a pew and somebody was fixing to preach to me, I know exactly where my mind would go. So just give me the, the latitude of a, a, little, a little space, a little room here before you make a, a, a judgment call on what we're even preaching about. and Because uh, it's going to be so much bigger than its title. And so just bear with me for a few moments and we'll get to it. Revelation chapter 2. We're going to just read one verse, 29, and it'll have nothing to do with our title. We won't even be drawing from that at all. Uh, we just need a place to stop in that reading that we are going to be preaching from, and so this works perfect. Revelation 2 and 29, he that hath an ear. Anybody got an ear? Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. In your King James Version Bible and any other red letter Bible, those would be the words of Jesus Christ. And so... It is my opinion that he's made a point that if we have an ear, we need to hear, we must hear, then it's important to find out what, he, what is he saying. If he wants us to hear it, we surely need to know what he's saying. And so I am going to be teaching and preaching. I have kind of a dual title, dual thought tonight. And I'll give them to you both. And I'll give them both to you. The one is the spirit of Jezebel. Boy, I wish y'all could have just watched the whole room. It was just a pop in here when I said that. It was like, whoop, here we go. And then one more. Jezebel is a spirit. And I didn't know what would work best, so that's what we'll be preaching about. Jezebel is a spirit. Let's pray together one more time. Lord, we love you. Thank you for all you've done, all you're going to do. Thank you for the beautiful singing. Thank you for the worship that we felt so strong in this place as people began to lift you up. We felt it across this building. Thank you for your healing touch, your miraculous power that's already been on display, that's already moved tonight. We feel that. We believe that. For your blessed assurance and reassurance that you're still God and everything's going to be okay and you're in control. But right now we ask you for a special anointing, just as your word is anointed. Anoint me to speak, anoint us to hear, understand, respond. And we'll give you all the praise and all the glory in the matchless, perfect name of Jesus Christ, we pray. If you believe that, say amen, and let's love him before we're seated, ever how you feel it. 
So when you read, thank you for standing for the reading of the word. When you read this, uh, these few chapters, couple chapters here in Revelation, you you find where in the end of time, as we see it, uh, it it's a notice from the Revelation to John that. Uh, although some of these churches that are mentioned are churches that had already been in existence uh, in times before, the Lord is still saying anything that ever challenged the church doesn't just quit. And so he, he makes it clear to us that all of these churches, there's something that we can benefit. You know, the Bible said it's the, the entire Bible is, and this is not a quote, but it's good and it's for benefit and it's good for instruction for all ages. And so, and that's not a quote. I don't claim to be able to quote that, or I would have. But anything the Lord can let us glean from in the past will improve our future. And so... He begins to speak to John in this revelation, and he, he says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith in the churches. Well, that's the end of our reading. And so he, he comes back after stating these things and then clarifies, you need to hear what I'm telling the churches. And it's a last day message. This needs to be preached to the churches. And so... In praying and studying and just asking the Lord to help me and lead me, here we are at this church called Thyatira. And there is uh, significant lessons to be learned from this church. And so I want us to go there now, and it would be the beginning of our reading in Revelation 2 and verse 19. And let's just see what the Lord wants us to hear and what he wants us to know about the church. I know thy works and charity. That's good. That's good. He said without charity you can talk with the tongue of angels and be lost. So that's a good thing. And service. That's good. And faith. That's good. And thy patience. That's good. And thy works. That's good. And the last to be more than the first. That's good. That's the Lord looking at the church and then telling us, you need to hear what I'm saying to these churches. So these are all things that we should never quit on. And he's patting the church on the back and he said, now hear what I told them and you hear it too. So these are all good. Charity, service, faith, patience, and works. And to be last more than to be first. Then in verse 20, he continues to greet this church and give them an opinion. And his, he changes a little bit. He says, notwithstanding or even with all of that and none of that being held against what I'm fixing to say to you, I have a few things against thee because thou sufferest, say that word with me, sufferest, that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. 
Now, some of you are nervous and you're wondering how in the world I'm going to be able to preach that. And that's why I didn't want you to judge anything until we understand that Jezebel is a spirit. We've, we've far passed by many generations Jezebel the woman. Now we're being warned of the spirit. Now, let me share with you the meaning. It's the reason I had you say it. Sufferest. You sufferest that woman. And this is the only problem he has. Everything else comes from her spirit. He says all these good things, and then he says, but you suffer this woman, and then these are the things that she brings. So there's one particular spirit that in the last day church could really create an issue but from that one spirit derives a lot of sin and a lot of issues and a lot of what I call mechanical problems just from this one spirit. So the word sufferest right here, it means of uncertain affinity, meaning can't even connect it to anything solid. There's nothing pure about it. Can't connect it to a man, to a woman, to a child, to an animal, or a plant. She has no commitment to anything. That's pretty deep. And then it says, to let, sufferest, to let be as to permit or leave alone. To allow, to permit, to allow one to do as one wishes, not to restrain. To let alone, to take no stance against, to give up on, to let go, and to leave as is. So the word sufferest right here has several meanings. And we, we see that what it comes down to is to suffer such a spirit is a choice. If you can rebuke it, if you can hit it head on, if you, can, if you can face off with it, then you don't have to suffer it. Problem is when you coddle it. Oh, we're fixing to preach. Brother John Henry, thank you to you and your wife for working the flower beds. Thank you. To suffer such a spirit is a choice. The problem Jesus has with the church, notice, it's not that the church is infested with or infected with the spirit of Jezebel. Are y'all listening real close? Because it's fixing to get good. I'm trying to make eye contact with everybody in here. So he, he doesn't say the church has this problem. You, you, you're not, it's not an infestation of these problems. There's not, you're not infected with this, but you are affected. There's a big difference in being infected and affected. And so what he's saying is, he said, you're a good people. You're doing a lot of things right. But you got this one spirit that sits there and does its thing. And we're going to talk about what its thing is here in a few moments. And, and it's, it's not infecting you. It's not causing everybody in the church to follow and to be lost. But it is affecting the environment. Ooh, 
So when you're always trying to preach around a certain spirit or when you get good enough behind the pulpit, good enough, is, 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 that's, that's, a, that's a joke. When you get good enough to be political and dance around a subject, but you know that you're always hamstrung because Jezebel is in the house. Got to be careful. Don't want to offend anybody. And there's some men sitting back right now poking your chest out. Jezebel's a spirit. And it ain't just bound to women. <laughs> well, when you try to preach around something, when you try to be political, and, and I'm just sounding a trumpet. I don't know of anything going on, and, and, and it's, it's not even going to turn out to be that kind of message, so just hang in there with me. But just understand that I'm just going to be a, a trumpeteer tonight and, and let you know that you don't have to keep dealing with that. All right. Someone may say, well, what do you mean by that spirit or the spirit of, of Jezebel? And uh, we, we would love to reduce the spirit of Jezebel down to a few things, even just a few things that Jesus noted. But it's, it's so much more broad than that. And, and it's spoken about and it's spoken about in Scripture. But, but just, just so we can deal with it, what are the things that Jesus noted about Jezebel? What are the things? Number one, he said she calls herself a prophetess. In this meaning, it means a woman to who 